0: Hello there. It's Most Things Kenobi. This is the podcast you're looking for. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Most Things Kenobi, a podcast about Obi-Wan Kenobi and all things Star Wars. I'm your host, Leanne. And I'm your host, Lauren. In this week... We're jumping back into the spirit of Obi-Wan through the Clone Wars, and really, we just kind of wanted to talk about what really changed it for us. What changed Obi-Wan from a good character in our eyes to, like, the character in our eyes? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Is that a good way to put it? I
1: think so, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We are most things Kenobi, after all. We we
0: certainly are. And and next week's a real big episode about Obi-Wan Kenobi. Uh, We'll talk more about that later. But this is a good segue into that episode, I think. Stick with us, because this announcement is huge at the end of the episode. So, yeah. Yes. Many of you already know through social media. But if you don't know, you will know at the end of this episode. So stay tuned. (laughs)
1: Uh, So, Yeah. How did you become obsessed? Because <laughs> I think you might have been before me because you were already, like, writing stories and doing research
0: before I was, so. Yeah, but you and I have the same answer, of course. I mean, pretty much the same answer. Probably, yes. Because <laughs> we're spaced to it, so yeah, of course. Yeah. So, like, Clone Wars overall changed everything. It just added more depth to, you know, my two favorite characters, which is Obi-Wan and Anakin. So, Mhm as a whole the show did it right but with that those pivotal moments that said holy shit he's on another level than i ever ever knew or expected was yeah. definitely landing at point rain and remember when we talked about in one episode our favorite obi-wan moments yes that was like when he ignites that saber and he's about to go in with like whatever broken <laughs> yes. ribs and broken bones and <laughs> internal bleeding that he has <laughs> And he was going to go fight anyway and go down fighting. That's... Yeah. I was like, oh, he's made of something totally different. I've always liked Obi-Wan. Ewan, Sir Alec Guinness. And now we can add Clone Wars slash James Arnold Taylor to the list because of many moments. But that was like the defining moment when I was just blown away. Really. Same. Same.
1: Like... uh I've probably told this story before. I was, like, watching Dishes, you know, and I would, like, put my laptop up and watch Clone Wars because it was a cartoon, and I felt like it was maybe for kids, but I just wanted to see what it was all about. Mm -hmm. And by landing at Point Rain, I had to, I, like, could not have a distraction while I watched Mm -mm. it. Like, that was a huge turning point in the show for me in general, which I'd love to, like, dive into the Geonosian arc in more depth at some point, but... For sure, his There was, like, something at the beginning where I was like, this is going to be a different episode for Obi-Wan. And it was when Um Anakin says, don't worry about me. You just make sure you reach the landing zone. Yeah. And I was like, he's not going to reach the landing zone, is he? Something <laughs> terrible is going to happen. <laughs> and we had never seen anything like that. Obi-Wan just takes everything in stride up to that point And... You know, he was always kind of like, oh, Anakin, you know, uh, in every right. episode up to this point. And this is where he was suddenly injured and having to kind of power through it anyway. And you see a level of compassion and kindness for the clones
0: with mm-hmm. him. And
1: mm-hmm. and even some humor right at the beginning when he tells oh, sure. Cody that he didn't miss much. He had been chained yeah. to a a pole and attacks by humongous monsters.
0: <laughs> yes, but he, he left out that he also had the misfortune of wearing a mullet the entire time. <laughs> Which is its own torture in a way. <laughs>
1: it's true. And it, honestly, him fighting on Geonosha Geonosha? Is that how you say it? Now my
0: brain is not working.
1: Is like That was the only time the mullet looked good because
0: it just like fell all loose around his yeah, face. Yeah, it was, it was a little windblown and sweaty and it yeah, did things.
1: And, instead of being quaffed
0: in Quaffed
1: and, and big roller brushed, yeah.
0: <laughs> <Yes>. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Don't forget the big roller brushes. He
1: sat under one of those big dome dryers to like get the <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Yes. And nineteen nineties mall music is playing while he's reading yes. a Cosmo, a Cosmo magazine. Exactly. <laughs> I kinda like that image. Me too. I was like, someone, please draw this. <laughs> please. I, I'm thinking of a very specific artist, but I'll take any artist at this point, Jordan. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I. Yeah. it's funny because he's already been to this planet. He's already had to deal with these aliens, these bugs. They're essentially yeah. giant grasshoppers. Yes, they refer to them as bugs. So, yeah. Yeah. So, but but the best part is like it eventually, we see more whenever he goes underground with Anakin, like in a later in a later episode where they go mm-hmm. to the Geonosian Queen and he and he gets into yes. his real humor and like, so we start to see in these earlier seasons, the sassiness come alive, yeah, which I really like because, as we've always said, Obi Wan can be a little uptight; he can be a little too close. <laughs> you know to the code and then we get to see him not only be a badass fighter mm-hmm. but he fights with his crew he was going to fight with them to the very end in mm-hmm. landing at point rain but he's also even when he's you know Anakin and them get there and he's able to relax and sit down we then see him go into his strategy his mental capacity you know of yeah. of war And he does it while injured and sitting there, right? And I always thought that was such a nice addition, that Obi-Wan continues to lend his skill to the fight, even if he's incapacitated in a physical manner. Yeah. Yes, 100%. And
1: there's also that moment at the end, and our our friend Ben, and now patron, thank you, Ben. Thanks, Ben. He sent me that moment and was saying, you know, Anakin's carrying Obi-Wan to the ship and they're he and Ahsoka are kind of bickering about who has the higher count. And then ki mundi is like, 65, what do I win? Yeah. And Ben and I were both like, wouldn't it be funny if Obi-Wan had a higher count than all of them? <laughs> and he <laughs> just kept it silent. Yeah, he's just keeping it to himself. Like, I'm not participating in this. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of like
0: that, actually.
1: Even injured laying on the ground killed more. Right. <laughs> That's
0: such a morbid game, honestly. <laughs> uh, yeah, it doesn't need to be, it doesn't need to be spoken. Especially yeah. Especially by Kiari Mundi. <laughs> well,
1: seriously, it, like I, I know. know that for the most part, they're usually talking about battle droids. But in this episode,
0: these are living creatures that are oh, yeah. killing. It's oh, pretty pretty sure. messed up. Yeah, and they're, yeah. I, I hate to get into the... You know, I I don't even know what the word is, but like the morality, I guess, of they're a clan unto themselves. They're fighting in some way that they believe in something. they Protecting their own sovereignty. Yeah. Yeah, Like, (laughs) I don't like when one core group of people come in and overtake another core group of people. That just doesn't sit right with me. But in the interest of the story, it's all part of the greater... Right. Or that Palpatine is dictating and puppeteering and Right, exactly. You know. Yeah. They're
1: making weapons of mass destruction. Yeah. <laughs> right? Isn't and that they what send they're doing? Children
0: in, the... in to disarm it, right? Or they get stuck. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. What is that episode? Um, I, I don't remember the title. It's the one where Ahsoka and Barriss go yeah. in. Yeah. Truth be told, I almost never watched that episode because I dislike Barris so much. <laughs> I mean, hot Same. take. I don't care what happened to Barris. I know a lot of people care. A lot of people want to know if she's ever going to show up. I don't care. Yeah. I I just also find Luminara
1: a bit irritating. Luminara sometimes. is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> she's she is the coldest Jedi out there. Well, I noticed too cuz I rewatched Landing at Point in rain just before this so I was prepared. And there's that part at the beginning where Anakin and Obi-Wan are kind of like bantering and bickering at the the briefing table and they're like you just make sure you get there and luminar is like gentlemen we have a battle to fight and then she and kiari mundi bow to each other in the hologram and i was just like you two belong together you are both sticks in the mud
0: yes yeah yeah i mean i'm i'm all for like breaking up the the old married couple bickering which because it adds humor right but yes but it could go on and on (laughs) some tact luminara some tact <laughs> yeah. just ever it's... it would be nice if she ever had any tact <laughs> but she doesn't I mean, it... she just imagine all the jedi were like her and kiare mundi it would be no fun to watch this show well, isn't it interesting <laughs> that the jedi council wrote a code that wanted people to be like those two yeah yeah it's what not as fuck? entertaining it's not no. tv material at least no. we'll say that Mm. No, but we also talked about we also talked about Ryloth, the innocence yeah, I was, of Ryloth. I was Were just you going there? That. Yes, of course. <laughs> of course I was. <laughs> it's, it's also the mix that we love. It's the battle plus the sass plus the mind game, you know, yeah. that Obi-Wan can balance. He can balance all of that. And Numa...
1: Oh. Brings out this side of him that we never have seen before where he's so sweet and gets down on her level and yes. speaks directly to and understands her language. This is kind of where we start to see Obi-Wan actually speaks all these different languages, which
0: right, I still like, what? Yes. When he busted out in her language, I literally sat back. I remember because I was not expecting it whatsoever. Yeah. And he like interpreted it and, and all this stuff and... I just thought, holy shit, this guy knows a lot. I was just like, whoa, I don't know. I don't know. He's impressive. Most impressive. (laughs) 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 I have to say it. Of course. uh, Like you say, a
1: low-hanging fruit. (laughs) It is, yes. I must always take it. (laughs) Yeah. I, I love that episode because he's this really great mix. And a lot of it has to do with how James uses his voice to portray the, like, different levels for him. And in that one, he's pretty light and quippy and, Mm -hmm. you know, like, who's up for a challenge? You know, that kind of stuff. But then, then you see him protect all the clones, you know, from the giant tick beasts. Yeah,
0: that is so good.
1: I love that scene. It's
0: on another level.
1: It's so fun. And I like the way they show him, like, extend his hand and make him seem really powerful. yes. And the clones are surprised by it. So, like, how often yes. does he bust it out? <laughs> probably not that off. I love that, that moment where he's, like, incredible. And Cody tells him to shut up, basically. Yeah, right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, mostly because isn't he trying to just not break his concentration? Yes, probably. Yeah. Cody. And then you see
1: <laughs> you see him with Numa, where he's softened and sweet yeah. and yes. protective even when he stands in front of her and, like, covers her eyes and... All of that interaction, I just loved... It was really different than how they had portrayed his character up to that point. They really started to open the character up a lot more. And mm-hmm. and because he has so many dynamic, or So many dynamics? I'm not sure that's the way to phrase it. But he's a dynamic character. I found it way more engaging than some of the other characters who are always the same. You always get you know, what you expect. And I think that's... That's very true. That's why I like both of these episodes in particular and further into the Genosian arc as well, like what you were talking about, the one where they go into the caves. Because Obi-Wan does stuff I didn't expect and it makes me laugh or it really surprises me. And yeah, these two episodes in
0: particular are awesome. I think you could sum it up. At least I could sum it up for me. When he displays characters of a leader that i would follow that's when i really was like super impressed by him yeah and that's when it turned from being a character i admired to a character i i fucking loved yeah same he because he's a good leader
1: but he's also compassionate Mm -hmm. so he's able to like keep doing the mission without losing his humanity right and i think that's kind of what Is missing when you when you watch Kiati Mundi even in that same episode Mm -hmm. because he he is you know compassionate I guess about his soldiers that die in landing at Point Rain but he's still kind of like just keep pushing forward keep going and like there's a lack of empathy in his voice oh for sure
0: for sure yeah he's it's the difference between let's say managers or bosses where they're checking all the boxes, and they're doing all the things, but you mm-hmm. you wouldn't confide in them. Right. Right. They don't go out of their way to really turn themselves into a human. They're just a manager. But then there's a leader who you would confide in, you would go to, and he or she is still checking off all the boxes necessary for the mission, but you trust that person. Yeah. And that's the difference between Kenobi and many others, I think.
1: That's really true. I agree with you. It's the difference between like in creating a group of people who follow you with like the loyalty that they're willing to give you. Mm -hmm. Because if you give back to them, they're willing to give you more. Mm -hmm. You know, I've like I've seen that with my own bosses in the past, for sure. There are certain bosses like, yes, of course, I'll do you ask me to do something extra. I'll do it because I know you're going to understand when I need something from you later. You know, it's. I don't know. He's such a good character, and they just he really keep is. developing. Basically, from there on, they just, like, expanded to a crazy level with that character in particular. I feel like almost more than Anakin at some times. I feel mm-hmm. like Obi-Wan, because, like, we knew where Anakin was headed, and so they kind of led us oh, yeah. where we expected to go. And Obi-Wan, they took all these
0: twists and turns that I really didn't expect them to ever take. It's funny you mentioned Anakin because I can remember the moment that started to change from my preconceived Anakin to what I now know and love about the characters through Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. And that episode, mm-hmm. this has nothing to do with the title of this one, but you mentioned it. That one was, strangely enough, the um Pantora episode where we, Orto Plutonia, Pl- yes. I can't say the name, but the ice planet <laughs> where they meet the... They meet those creatures and and we meet Rio Chuchi for the first time and all this stuff, right? And Anakin, they can't figure out how to communicate with these creatures, but he draws a picture Mm -hmm. and that's how they begin to form their bond. And I thought that was so brilliant that Anakin was the one that came up and I said, okay, all right, what are we doing here? We're building layers to this man that I already thought had enough layers, you know. So that that was, yeah. like, my moment in Clone Wars for that. But then you mentioned Numa. And is it any surprise that Obi-Wan relates to Leia now in the Kenobi show when he's already had, <laughs> right? <laughs> she's waving oh, her hands. <laughs> That's such a good point. Oh, my God. I didn't even think of that. Well, it's kind of the same. They didn't totally go away from how he gets on her level. He tries to speak yeah. to her the way that she speaks to him. You know, yeah. again, reaching her in a way that maybe someone else wouldn't be comfortable or able to. Leia's a very special character with a very special manner yeah. about her. So That's so interesting. Because, obviously,
1: he sort of raised anakin anakin even says that in one of the Mm -hmm. uh clone wars episodes that they never finished producing he says you basically raised me like Mm -hmm. an older brother or father and then he is good with numa he's good with ahsoka he's actually pretty good with kids but Mm -hmm. then at the kenobi panel we went to you and mcgregor said they wanted to show that he wasn't very good at it with leia at first that he was like pretty bad at (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> talking to well, her. I blame I blame that on his isolation and his deep yes. depression. Exactly. Not that he ever lost his ability. It's just nope. it was it was buried somewhere along with everything else.
1: And she brings it out of him and that's we so see nice. it, Oh god. We see it come back over time and like <sighs> uh that last scene where he kneels down and speaks to yes. her. That's so like Pneuma. That, uh, that's great. I wonder
0: I know this is like totally not a thing, but I wonder if he was <laughs> thinking of all the times like he had to speak to little Numa or any little child that he had to save. I'm sure there were others, you know. Yeah. It's just a headcanon, like, you know, the memories yeah. flashing by. Yeah. Probably thinking of little Anakin too. Oh, that makes it so sad. That's the tragedy. <laughs> The tragedy that is Star Wars. (laughs) I know. I love
1: that idea of, um, like, that area that's unexplored of between Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones. You know, like, when Anakin is a little boy and Obi-Wan is trying to be a master. And, like, they're both new to it. Like, he has no idea how to teach a person and Anakin has no idea how to be a Jedi. No. There's, There's a lot to explore there, which is why I'm writing a fic about it. But that's neither ah. here nor there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would be cool to see maybe Tales of the Jedi Part 2. Oh, yeah, they could. They could
1: explore that. There's so many options with animation. And since Tales of the Jedi is not exactly a what-if show, but it is supposed to be more like fables where they're not necessarily 100% canon. It's more like an idea or an exploration about a character. Like Filoni said that. I'm not just making that up right they could they could explore all kinds of ideas you know it's that show has a lot of potential and i'm excited that they're doing at least another season
0: oh yeah i hope it's better than the first you know we had our feelings about the first season just some of the some of the episodes a lot of them but it didn't pull me in
1: the way clone wars pulled me in that's for sure we'll see if they keep like i've said Filoni has a history of having like a slow first season Mm -hmm. and not to a detriment even you know like Clone Wars season one was slow Avatar The Last Airbender season one was slow in my opinion Mando season one was very slow (laughs) yeah no it's yeah I agree but I do trust him especially if he knows he has a resolution in mind that he's Mm -hmm. gonna get us there in a way that by the end we'll be sobbing. Because like that happened even with last Airbender, it was so good. It was worth the investment of watching all the seasons because it was so tied together really well at the end. And I'm if last Jedi or not, not last Jedi. Oh my, <laughs> Tales, Tales <laughs> of the Jedi, last Jedi. That's uh, that's uh, gone. <laughs> leave it. Opportunity's leave gone. It. <laughs> uh, what I meant was with Tales of the Jedi. There are some really cool places he could go that actually like tie all of this together. So I'll I'll reserve full judgment until the end because
0: same, I trust Faloni. I also think that there's going to be at least a few episodes that will reel me in. And since it's not it's not crazy for me to assume this or want for this, but since there wasn't a lot of Obi Wan in Tales of the Jedi yet, I mean so far maybe we'll get more in this one. Yeah. Yeah. Especially, especially since there was a Kenobi show, maybe he's going to play not off yes. of the show, but off the fact that there are a lot more fans or maybe the fans of Obi-Wan have risen up and he has heard them. You know, that sort of thing. <laughs> I mean, come on, hear us. <laughs> Seriously. I, I I really
1: think that Disney doesn't, didn't know. Maybe they know now because they went into the Kenobi show and saw the insane reaction that like, Fans really like Obi-Wan, and they really will devour content
0: about him. That's what I'm hoping.
1: Yeah. I remember when, I've told this before, at Comic-Con, the year that you and I went to Comic-Con together, Mm -hmm. I went to a Star Wars literature panel. Where they announced all the books and comics that were coming out. And that was when they announced Master and Apprentice. Mm -hmm. And um, Heroes of the Republic, which was also Mm going to be there's going to be an Obi-Wan comic for that. And I went up to the exec afterwards, and you know me, I don't talk to anybody. I'm terrified of speaking to strangers. And I said, like, thank you for making Obi-Wan content. Like, we want it. Yes. And so I hope that they listen to that kind of stuff. It seems like they take fan... Sometimes they take into account what the fans really want, but... I don't know. Well, it's
0: certainly a character that they have to be careful with. Yes, yeah. Because he's so... A legacy. Yes. Yeah. So, but I I don't think that a 15-minute short would destroy anything that they've built up. It would only add to if we saw where he came from. or Like an origin story like Ahsoka got.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Because he talks about it in the Kenobi show. Yes, that's what I'm thinking. Just put that out there. Give us the parents and the brother. He thinks he had a brother. Yeah, What? Kenobi's got a brother out there somewhere. That would be insane. What if he is the Force? <laughs> I know. What What if he's Rey's dad? Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm, I'm not giving this up.
1: <laughs> you just exploded my brain. He could be. I mean,
0: I know that they've already tried to explain that, what, Palpatine is her dad? I'm not accepting it. That's why I'm, I will accept that Obi-Wan's fabled brother is her dad before I accept yeah. Palpatine. <laughs> oh, hey. Palpatine's her grandfather. I don't give a Ew. fuck.
1: Either way, it's, it's I don't. It's not happening. Mm-hmm. Sorry, um, I don't like it. Nope. <laughs> I don't like it. Look, okay, so Obi Wan doesn't remember his dad, right? He just remembers his hands. So technically, mm-hmm. Palpatine could be Obi Wan's dad, and then Obi Wan's brother. Going with this?
0: What are you doing? Could
1: be Ray's father. <laughs> there, now we're all connected. There. Which would be even crazier if it turns out Kenobi is also a Palpatine. Ah,
0: (laughs) You get a Palpatine, and you get a Palpatine, and you get a Palpatine. Yay! Oh, my God, you're so right. That is the worst. That is the worst ever. Oprah handing out Palpatines. (laughs) (laughs) Send it back. I don't want it. No one needs that. No. (laughs) Okay. What about Obi-Wan now? (laughs) landing at point rain yep yeah (laughs) no surprise that either of us that was a turning point that was a pivotal clone wars moment
1: yeah it's one of the most badass moments
0: ever truly truly like
1: like you said a real hero moment where he Mm -hmm. he even is like a superhero yeah i'm all for it full respect (laughs) all right our question for our listeners this week what was a pivotal moment in clone wars that changed your opinion on obi-wan or made you love obi-wan made you a huge fan of obi-wan
0: we told you ours what is yours next week is huge we we hinted at it at the beginning of this episode and if you've come all the way to the end to hear about it and you haven't heard already Next week is a very special, amazing, can't even believe I'm going to tell you this (laughs) kind of moment, but next week, next week's episode features our friend of the podcast, our Obi-Wan Kenobi, James Arnold Taylor. The James Arnold Taylor is on our show (laughs) next week. Klaxon alert. Klaxon. (laughs) Actually, I'll put it in. (laughs) because it's a klaxon <laughs> alert.
1: <laughs> it's a great interview. You guys are going to love it. He he does all the voices. We didn't ask him to. He just did it. He tells us some stuff that he's never told other people on, on other interviews. My sister, Leanne, she was like, you're the Terry Gross of Star Wars podcast. Oh, <laughs> 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 you That's get people though. to tell you stuff that they never tell anyone else. <laughs> he gives us some great like insider info about being in the
0: recording studio and mm-hmm. it's really cool you guys. He talks about Matt Lanter, he talks about Dave Filoni, he talks about Ashley, he talks about, yeah. and it's, he's he's just one of a kind. We all know this but it's been proven now <laughs> and <laughs> we would love it if you join us next week. It's going to be uh, a milestone for us. And actually, we recorded that episode with James on our 100th episode day. So it was a very special, very memorable day for Lauren and I. And I hope you will join us. It's a it's a do not miss episode here on Most Things Kenobi. Yeah. So really quick, too. We'll,
1: we'll release the audio as a podcast as usual, but we did record it as a video as well. So if you want to see the video interview, the full, we'll, I'll include the full thing. Uh, it's going to be available on our Patreon for our Jedi Master tier. So if you want to see that and watch it, uh, hop over to our Patreon and sign up for the Jedi
0: Masters. And there may be some special some special additions to that care of James Arnold Taylor himself. So listen it's for true. more. Join the Patreon. Join in the fun. Because it's it's... Ooh! Ooh! Just join <laughs> us next week. I'll say no more. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Okay, so last week was our hundredth episode, but we didn't ask it a question there. But the week before that, we did our Star Wars Celebration recap. We asked, "What was your favorite piece of info or news that released that that was released at Celebration 2023?" And we got a few answers here. Lightwise said, "I cried watching the Ahsoka trailer." Also, really loved seeing Dave get emotional during the Clone Wars panel.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that Same was here. that
1: was tops. Yep. That was really cool. He never, he never shows emotion in public. That's not true. He does. But uh, I, Ila or Isla, I'm sorry. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing your name right. Please forgive me. Said, "Hey, Lorne and Leanne. Hope you guys enjoyed Celebration. Sadly, I did not get to go to Celebration. But some of my favorite pieces of info was Bad Batch season three confirmation. Oh
0: yeah, yes, yes, and the Ahsoka yes. trailer." Yeah.
1: Good stuff. Yeah, I know. People are crazy over Bad Batch, and I know we haven't done any episodes on it yet, but we probably will in the future. Once uh, You haven't watched it yet, right? Not yet. No, but once you do, we'll probably cover some of the stuff, because there's some good stuff, especially.
0: Yeah, and the Ahsoka trailer was awesome. It was great to see, finally get a bigger look with the Thrawn announcement and everything. It was great. Yes. Yes.
1: And then TerraCore said, I can't wait to see the Ahsoka show this summer. I was always wondering what they would do about the ending of Rebels. I can't wait to see my favorite Star Wars found family again.
0: The Aww. Spectres. <laughs> yes. Yes.
1: And like in live action, we saw, Dave was like freaking out saying every time he saw one of his animated characters in live action that it would just like mess yeah, with what's his that head. Like? That's really cool.
0: <laughs> I don't know. That's 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 cool. So thanks for all your answers, everybody. We really appreciate it. And thank you so much for joining us here on Most Things Kenobi. We appreciate every one of our patrons and are grateful for your support. If you would like to support the podcast and become a patron as well, head over to the Most Things Kenobi Patreon. As always, you can follow us on Tumblr, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. And don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast player. If you enjoy our podcast, feel free to rate us on Spotify and Apple. And if you need one place to find all of these, head over to mostthingskenobi.com. So, until next time,
1: my space twin, may the force be with you. Always.